Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. And this podcast episode, it's going to be short. I'll try to make this in five, six minutes. Um, I never, when the Amazon Union stuff was happening and the Amazon Union, the newly formed union, I think they were in New York, to my knowledge, Staten Island, um, was when they won that victory, I didn't really talk about it as much. Um, you know, I'm kind of pessimistic about these things. I think it was a great victory. Um, no question. But when I started to see Starbucks following, Apple following, Starbucks won a victory as well. Not yet to the level that the Amazon folks who won um, accomplished what? Not as, not, they haven't accomplished as much as the Amazon folks did yet, but they won some victories themselves. And it's interesting because when I was watching, I think his name is Chris Smalls, the dude who filed, who formed the Amazon Union, you know, black dude, you know, one of the brothers, just saying, just saying, you know, I, I, I like that. Um, he was like, basically saying how he doesn't, he he was on Tucker Caution Show, I guess, and people were criticizing him for that. He was like, look, man, if I could go on a bigger platform and I get more people to hear this shit, I am going to. We all know Tucker would just have that because he most likely hates Amazon and Jeff Bezos. But I think one of the things that he was saying was he gets, he's into, he is trying to organize people from economic reasons, right? focuses on that and so for him focus on politics doesn't make any sense and i think that's interesting because i think that's actually one of the reasons why the so-called progressive movement hasn't worked in america because when you're talking to an american you got to talk bottom line money period if you ain't talking money if you're not talking about how does this problem affect their pockets no one cares and i think when like for me, right? When a motherfucker wants to talk about, so I'll give you an example. A regular person on the left would say, you know, racism is bad, which it is. And they would try to get you to morally understand why you shouldn't be like that. Me, I'm more like, man, racism hurts business. Yeah, sure. Sure, racism, you know, there's people who make money off from racism on both sides, right? White supremacy is a big business. White supremacy is a big business, for sure. For a question. Um, but it's people who make money on both sides from racism. And now that we see a more globalized world and we see even things like, you know, the West wanting the whole world to go up against Ukraine, to go up against Russia, vote against them, have the embargoes. A lot of other countries of color are like, ah. Now they try to play it smartly by just abstaining from voting, which I think is smart. But that no longer has the same embargoes the way we used to have. Um, sanctions, I'm sorry, not embargoes. Sanctions, the way we, uh, I'm recording this at 12.15 in the morning. I'm trying to put four podcasts out right now. Two for, two for my political rabble, two for my Patreon section. This is what happens when you're the hardest working motherfucker in the game. Um, and maybe one for the collision course. If I don't get a collision course tonight, I'll definitely get it tomorrow. But it's interesting because I always... I, I mean, when you look at it from a certain perspective, right, you have to put this in, you have to look at it like this. And this is important. Why? Did it have to get like that? Were you starting to see, because motherfuckers in the West don't really realize China is rising now, India is rising now. You, you motherfuckers could think Africa is just motherfuckers in spares and all kind of crazy shit. Africa is one of the fastest growing economies in terms of per continent in the world, right? So, I mean, we, we all know the Middle East. It's power or it'll always be economic power. 
So for America to still treat this shit like 1945 is silly because America is one of the most multi-ethnic countries in the world and it, will, oh, and it was always like that from the beginning. Really? Yeah. They killed Native Americans. They brought slaves over and the beginning of it was not, it was ugly. Of course. But it was always like that from the beginning. Human beings are ugly. Period. Human history, very few, I mean, we were cavemen killing each other. It's very few good points in human history. But the key is, though racism has brought you business, you look in the future and it's going to be a liability, especially the type of racism you guys have. Classism, maybe not. There's always going to be class, of course. It's always going to be class. I, I always tell people that. It's always going to be somebody on top, somebody on bottom. But the pure, pure judging somebody based on where they come from or what country they come from, and not their skill, that was that could have been effective in the past. And this this world that we're going to, this technological-based world, those who do that, especially if they're multi-ethnic, will probably fail. Chinese is racist as fuck. But they still go to Africa and still use it the way they have to use it. They go there, build some roads, build some schools. They don't give a fuck if you kill each other. But it works for China. And to some extent, it works for Africa. That's the way the world is. I'm not telling you don't be racist. I'm telling you how it may have worked before. Look at the bottom, look at the bottom line and look at the future. And that's how you have to talk to people. That's why I say, I'm going to have to describe what a gangster is again. That's how a gangster would see it. I'm not a fucking dreamer. I know what human beings are. I know human beings are scum. Drug dealer, the preacher, ain't no fucking difference. The pimp, the pimp, though, I should say, I'm sorry. The pimp or the drug or the, or, or the preacher ain't no difference. Democrat, Republican, ain't no difference. Ain't no difference. They're all scum. But you put everything to the bottom line. You could then see what's the worth in the market, and you, you get something, the bottom line being the dollar, of course, and you give something that people can measure. How can I measure what's a good person? Can he measure what's a bad person? Cultural wars are going to come to an end, and those who don't understand that will be left behind. So when I see Amazon, Starbucks, Apple, I'm like, I clap as a former Marxist. I think that's great. I'm all for workers' rights, and they're doing it the correct way. Stay away from the from the woke shit. Stay away from the. We need people to talk about the woke shit, right? And I love how you guys, motherfuckers, hijacked the woke shit. The woke shit used to be a black thing. I admit, whole tap conscious community. Some of you guys don't know what it is. Kind of, you know, out there community. But they they used to say woke first, and white folks do what they always do: steal shit, and they stole it, and now they put it in a way where being woke is bad. Or as the scene is not cool or negative. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Because the people who made the shit didn't fuck it. They didn't see the dollar in it. They didn't look at it as business. If you don't look at shit as business, if you look at shit as woke, you will never get anywhere. Chris Smalls, Amazon, much respect to you guys. Starbucks, Apple, hope I'm, I'm riding with you. Hope that works. I hope it I hope it works out for you guys. I didn't talk about it, but I should have spoke about some of you guys. I'm all for union rights, workers' rights. You know, I'm I kinda have I follow MMA a lot. I wish the MMA folks were like that, but you know, UFC fighters are all they have no fucking balls, right? They got muscles, no balls. So, until next time, peace.